Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. This is Kyle Hyman. I'm here with Father Nathan Maskell at a Comets hockey game. The game has just begun. We're about 15 seconds into the game. This is part three of our Flavor of the Week, and instead of eating foods or drinking drinks, we're watching hockey. The uh, concession stand food will have to come later because we've got some hockey to watch. That's right. That's the flavor <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, Father Nathan, one thing that's a little bit unique about your priesthood that people might not realize is that you have the, I don't know, the, the honor or the duty or both of being a master of ceremonies for the bishop. Correct. This kind of started when I was in seminary, really just helping out with some of the liturgies. And really, I've kind of taken the liking to it. And I do quite a few events with the bishop, about four or five other ones as well, and a few at Notre Dame who help out the bishop. Okay. Uh, but normally, the bishop will come for Mass at your parish, and he'll have someone there, you know, taking care of his stuff and making sure the rest of the Mass is uh, moving along. So, And really, confirmation season is just about to get started and we'll have graduations and all sorts of other special masses as well. So how much preparation does that require before the mass? Uh, so before the mass, I will arrive at a place anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half beforehand. Okay. And even longer before that for some of the bigger ones at the cathedral. But really it's getting the bishop's stuff out Normally, there's always a special blessing or a special group to welcome. And normally, he's visiting your parish for a very specific reason. Yeah. Um, recently, we had the bishop come and visit, do a pastoral visit to Marion High School. Uh-huh. Um, usually, there's quite a few other things to coordinate as well, either during Mass or before or after Mass as well. And then coordinating a picture line as well. <laughs> kind of some of that un, uh, unseen work that goes on. But as far as the liturgy itself goes, Brian McMichael probably takes care of so Brian the McMichael is our director of the and, Office of Worship, yeah, and so he coordinates almost everything for us and gets all those things okay. ready. Um, I'll receive emails from him throughout the year, getting the schedule ready, and then if you've ever been involved in this, you know that when the bishop celebrates a mass, there's a planning sheet that goes out there, and that has to be submitted two weeks in advance. That way, Brian can read over it and talk with the bishop. And then he would send that to the master of ceremonies for okay, that mass. Okay, so you do get that. So I would get that, and I would go over that. And normally I'll end up calling the parish if I haven't been there before, just checking on location for things and seeing what things that they have, what things we need to bring. The bishop also keeps a set of various things that he uses in the trunk of his car as well. So sometimes we have to wait for bishop to show up before we do that. Uh-huh. That's very common with what are called the vimps. Or the oh. two servers who are the last ones who kind of wear those things over their arms to uh, hold the bishop's miter. Uh-huh. And that's his hat and his crozier, which is his staff. Um, so what, just, what did you call them? The miter and the crozier. No, no, the vims? The vimps. V-I-M-P-S. V-I-M-P-S. What, is that stand for something or is it short for something? Um, not that I know of. <laughs> it's That's the word. It's a Latin word that I believe it stands for something else. Okay. But I don't know off the top of my head now. So how many servers are there usually when the bishop is doing a mass? Usually six or seven. Uh, we would have cross and candles, a book, two vimps to carry the bishop's <laughs> stuff, and maybe an incense. Is that an insult to call somebody a vimp? 
Not at all. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, I think it's one of the easiest jobs, and I would frequently want it when I was a seminarian uh, because you really you're the last one in line. Everyone's looking at the bishop, so no one's really looking at you. Uh-huh. And the master ceremonies is telling you where to go if you need to go somewhere special. So it's a different job, but it's very easy. Okay, so I could call my kids vimps. I and suppose you could not, if you could uh, make them carry around your briefcase. <laughs> right, right. Here you go. Change of clothes, maybe. So one of the events that you would be the master of ceremonies for would be the chrism mass. So the chrism mass, this would be one of those special events that takes oh, quite a bit of the year to prepare. Um, we actually are very unique in our diocese having two chrism masses. Right, right, right. So we are split up into... About 35 or 40 parishes at each. I believe we have 81 parishes in our diocese, along with a few universities, colleges that would come along, too. So St. Francis and Notre Dame would come along as their kind of own separate group. I mean, we are a wide diocese. that we, we span some distance. But there's a lot of large dioceses in either distance or in population. Is it rare to have two chrism masses? So traditionally, the chrism mass was on Holy Thursday in the morning. And I believe the Diocese of Gary still does this. Oh, really? And that's where it's found in the Roman Missal, if you look there. So it's very rare. I believe a few other dioceses do it. Dallas-Fort Worth, I believe, is another dual city diocese. Uh-huh. Galveston-Houston, things like that. Those come to mind. But that is kind of a rare position. But honestly, I think it's kind of a blessing because more people are able to fit into the cathedral and yeah. be able to see this. Because honestly, especially from church history, this is really more of a mass just for the priests and maybe a representative from the parish bringing the oils or something. Right. Uh, but this is not traditionally a very wide celebration, even though it's for the benefit of the diocese. Yeah. And as much as Bishop always encourages people to come to it, uh, obviously not everybody from the diocese could come to the Christmas. They wouldn't fit in the cathedral, even though we have two of them. That's correct. And we normally get a pretty good crowd. You'll notice that from time to time, there's different groups that the bishop invites or that will carry up the oils, especially likes to focus on those who are in formation, those who are preparing dinner, the priesthood or a religious community. Mm-hmm. I believe one of the years was uh, the, those preparing for the permanent diaconate. Okay. Um, really, those ministries that he would take a special interest in and that he would have a lot of involvement in as well, uh, which is beautiful to see. So how would you describe the Chrism Mass to somebody who's never been to one? So at the end of the day, a mass is a mass. Um, it's really a mass with a few extra things in there. A homily generally geared towards the priest. Uh-huh. And in fact, the bishop has kind of been turning towards the priests, if you've noticed the past few years. Because the priests are up around the altar. In Fort Wayne, they're around the altar. In South Bend, they're kind of in front of the bishop. Okay. So he kind of turns different ways there. Okay. But then after the homily is kind of the special part of the mass of... Uh, actually consecrating the three oils, Uh the oil of the catechumen, the oil of the sick, and the chrism oil. So there's a lot of preparation that would go in there, especially with gathering up how much oil we need for all the parishes. Right. So they submit a form to give us a pretty good guess. And then we have quite a few different sizes of containers that we will put the olive oil in. And frankly, it's nothing really special with the olive oil. It's extra virgin olive oil. Um, I believe last year we got it from Costco. Oh, really? So... um, it's stuff you can find in the local grocery store, yeah. except for the chrism oil, which has balsam mixed into it. So that's a very special oil. I believe ours comes from the 
uh, Holy Land is where we order it from. Okay. So that's not just something we just add a little bit of balsam to it. And no, that, that a takes day. a lot of preparation. I believe we almost we even have a year's supply in advance. Huh. Just in case we have some problem or <laughs> and that's kind of the really the sweet smelling stuff. The bishop's vestments always smell like that. The heads of those being baptized or being confirmed uh, just smell uh, with that great fragrance of the oil. And you get that in ordination also, right? At ordination, the priest's hands are yeah. consecrated with the chrism oil. So those would be the three sacraments that chrism oil is used. So again, baptism, confirmation, and holy orders? Correct. Are those three? Okay. Yeah. And then also you mentioned the priest being there and that being kind of a special mass for the priest. They renew their vows? So the priest would renew our priestly promises or the vows of our ordination. Vow is kind of an interesting word because it's more of for religious congregations. Uh-huh. So they would take vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience. Ours would be more of priestly promises. I guess you could consider them vows. A slightly different understanding there. Okay. Uh, but really looking and meaning about the same thing. All right. So Chrism Mass, you serve two th- roles then. You're the master of ceremonies, but also you're a priest there participating in the Mass now. Oh, Yes. As a priest participating in that, you'll see when it comes time for the renewal of priestly promises, I'll put on my stole, which I also do uh, when I'm distributing communion as well. So this happens at parishes that would have an associate or two priests where we'd come out to help with uh, communion. Uh-huh. The priest would put on his stole, generally not putting on all the other vestments as well, uh, uh-huh. but putting on that stole kind of as a sign that we're an ordinary minister. All right. So how hard is it for you to pay attention to the game and our conversation at the same time. You know, after a little while, you just kind of understand what's going on and you can be able to follow with your eyes one thing and then... Oh my. I hope I'm paying enough attention to you and keeping the conversation going. Well, I'm I'm (laughs) having a hard time focusing on both because I get very easily distracted and I also find this game to be a little bit confusing. But it's exciting. It's only confusing because we're down on a... uh, penalty kill so we have one guy in the penalty box because oh. he got called for a penalty oh that's and right so the penalty box we don't have procession right now we're still zero to zero how many periods are there there are three periods so 20 minutes each 60 minutes in the get- hockey game okay and then god willing we won't have to go into overtime which <laughs> is three on three and then if play a little bit of that and you don't have a score you have a shootout so what time do you usually get home from a hockey game so the hockey game will generally end between 10 and 10.30, and then oh I have about a two-hour drive up to the <laughs> South Bend area. <laughs> but it's worth it. It is. It helps that I'm not really even a morning person, so Father Bill understands when I sleep in from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> Except tomorrow we've got a uh, mass that we're both celebrating, so I have to be there. on the 8.45, though, so won't be too hard. All right. Well, for our part four of Flavor of the Week, I'd like to talk to you about your work with the Catholic schools, both at St. Pius and at Marion High School. So maybe we can talk about that in a future flavor of the week. Wonderful. Your Fort Wayne Comets is the flavor of the week. That's right. We're having hockey for our flavor. But uh, we will check out the concession stands at some point, right? Yes, we will. Okay. To be continued. Continued.